Hey guys, welcome to the Mental Makeover Podcast. I'm Lauren Curtis. You've probably heard the phrase, the grass is always greener on the other side, but I believe it's greener where you water it. This podcast is here to provide you with meaningful advice from myself and others in order to give your little patch of grass the best chance to grow and flourish. Hey everyone, as always, I like to jump straight into it, so ah, where should I begin? This is going to be a very chatty episode. I don't really have anything that I really want to cover or mention. It's just something that I've been struggling keeping quiet about uh, for probably, oh gosh, I don't know, but it feels like a long time because I'm scared of backlash. And I guess that's kind of what today's video is about. It's like... I know the term cancel culture is thrown around a lot these days and a lot of the time for good reason, but it's also just kind of like internet culture nowadays. It's just, it's almost become the norm. And you're probably thinking, what are you talking about? What has become the norm? The desire for the general public to end someone's career or to cancel them, which means to say you're not relevant anymore, no one cares about you, you shouldn't be here, you need to give up, or to want someone to basically crumble into a little ball of defeat and say, hey guys, you won, I'm a terrible person like you all think I am. It's basically like when enough people come together with a similar opinion and they bully someone enough until that person believes what they're saying, believes what all these people are saying about them is true and gives up and goes away and doesn't come back. For example, say I, I don't know, said something that was taken out of context and someone took it the wrong way. That person is very public about the fact that they think that I said something offensive this is just an example, by the way, this hasn't actually happened to me, but just an example. And then they convince other people that, yeah, she did say something offensive. Yeah, that's so wrong. And then that spreads because now a larger group of people are even more outraged and are spreading that outrage and being very public about their outrage. So then an even larger group of people come on board and say, wow, let's ruin this person. Let's like email their employer. Let's tell their friends. Let's like tweet about it. Let's post about it on Instagram and make YouTube videos about it. Let's end this person's career because they don't deserve to be doing what they're doing. Like let's end Lauren. She shouldn't be, she's pathetic. She's horrible. She's this, she's that. And then enough people come together that that person, you know, might lose their job or they might be, they might lose their sponsors or they might, most often than not in this situation, they'll lose their job. And then because that's happening, I'm like, well, I have absolutely no choice here, regardless of what my original intentions were and whether or not it was accidental. And side note, some people are not accidentally offensive. Some people are offensive and they shouldn't be able to do what they do because they're bad people. But a lot of the time people just, anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So then I say to myself, okay, nobody wants me here. I may as well give up, find something new and never show my face again because the entire internet hates me. Regardless of what I actually meant by my original statement, people have taken it the wrong way. They've made up a narrative about me and now I have no choice but to 
essentially just throw in the towel. Some of you might actually remember, it wasn't too long ago, that I said I was going to film a video about the whole Jaclyn Hill drama and share my two cents because my opinion was an unpopular one. And I filmed it, I spent hours editing it, I uploaded it privately, but I never published it. In fact, I ended up deleting it. And there are a few reasons why. First of all, I thought I have this habit of when I see an injustice going on, whether or not you think, uh, yeah, this is hard to talk about without having to add a disclaimer to every single thing I say, but to see an injustice, and I'll explain why I think it's an injustice to, the, to, to some degree, and not speak up about it. So I get myself involved in lots of things that I shouldn't get myself involved in because it has nothing to do with me, but I want to stick up for the person that I feel like is being mistreated. It's just something instinctive within me that I feel like is a good trait for the most part, but it does get me into trouble because a lot of the time it doesn't actually involve me. <laughs> so this was one of those times I was like, the risks associated with standing up for someone who everybody hates is really, 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 really high. And I don't know if I'm willing to throw myself into the shark pit and publicly stand up for someone who is being bullied. Because that means that all those people that are bullying them will look at me and see me and be like, ooh, another target. Let's attack her because she's wrong, because she's supporting this person that we all hate. Let's, like, take her down with her. Like, I just... As much... And, that, and that's the... And that's what really irritates me about this situation is that even uploading this and talking about this, and that's why I feel like I need to add a disclaimer to everything, it's scary. It's scary standing up for someone who is being bullied. And that's why so many people in the real world, whether it be children or adults or everyone in between, find it hard to stand up for someone who's being bullied because they're scared of taking the attention away from that person and putting it onto them and then becoming the new victim. And that really sucks because then the bullies keep on winning and it spreads and the toxicity spreads and nothing is changed. And I don't want to be someone who stands on the sidelines and watches as something bad happens to someone else because if that was me being bullied, I'd really want to hope that someone would see the good in me and want to stand up for me. So I was battling with that when I was thinking about uploading the video. And that's not the main thing that turned me off uploading it. It was also just the fact that I didn't know her. I don't know Jacqueline Hill enough to know whether or not the things that I'm saying are entirely true. And I don't want to throw myself into the shark pit if I can't 1000% vouch for that person and their intentions. So I was in this back and forth thing. I was like, the risk is really, really high. I don't have anything to gain personally, not that that's the reason why I do these things, but I guess I just felt just really gross seeing all these people just tear someone down. And so I didn't upload the video and I don't regret that. I'm glad I didn't upload it. It just, it wasn't the right time. It just, yeah, I don't have any regrets about that, but I'm going to use her as an example now. And as I said in this video, I have to add a disclaimer because I do not know Jacqueline Hill personally, as a friend. I think I've met her maybe twice, maybe. Once was when I was in LA 
for an Urban Decay event a billion years ago, probably like 2015. The next time she invited me to her birthday, which was maybe 2017. That's about as far as it goes. We have, God, maybe spoken like a couple of times. I do not know anything that's going on in her personal life. She knows nothing that's going on in mine. We are literally just two, like, colleagues almost, two people in the same industry. And I've supported her since back in the olden days, (laughs) olden days, Um, yeah, back when, you know, my channel was taking off and hers was taking off. And, yeah, I just have had a respect for her, have a respect for her just because she's someone that is in the same industry as me. But that's as far as it goes. I have nothing to gain from standing up for her, everything to lose. And I don't even know if I'm standing up for her. I just want to discuss from an observer's perspective, because that's what I am. I'm an observer like you guys who has the same information that you guys have. I don't know any of the inside goss. I'm interested, but I don't know any of the inside goss about what's going on during this whole God saga for the past, how long has it been? Six months now? I don't even know. Um, so... Uh, where to even begin? Let's just get straight to the whole lipstick thing. And this is all going to come into context. It's still going to have a purpose a bit later on. I'm not going to rehash it all because there's just no point in that. But do I think she purposely put out lipsticks that were infected or that's not even the right word, compromised, whatever, had fuzzies and things in them? Of course not. I don't actually think... I, that That is the first thing. I don't actually have any idea about how anyone could think someone would purposely do that. I know it's easy to think that when you already hate someone. Like if I hated someone and then I saw them do something like that, I would be the first person to be like, oh, I bet they did that because you want to hate that person. You want to find reasons to hate that person because it justifies your values and your beliefs. And so you're going to find a reason, any reason, whether or not it makes logical sense in brackets, it doesn't. You're going to believe it because that's what you want to believe. And so, yeah, it is what it is. She handled it poorly and she admitted that. Yes, it took a little bit of time for her to admit that. But can I just put this into perspective for all of you. Uh, I don't know what I would do if I released something that I had spent so much time on, poured so much money into, had planned out, was so excited about, had all of these people so hyped up about, was so willing to spend their money and and support you and put their trust in you and everything was going so well and then something like that happens and your world comes just out from underneath you, like everything comes crumbling down. You don't even know which place, like just put yourself in this position. That's, that's what I'm trying to say because it's so easy for all of us to be in our private little comfortable houses <laughs> with our phones, with anonymity, with no like uh, responsibility or accountability to watch this all unfold and participate as if we have any idea what that would be like. Imagine just, yeah, people are saying, you should have done this. Why didn't you do this? You're pointing fingers as if they have been through that themselves. 
and you cannot give advice based on something that you have not experienced. Or maybe you can give constructive criticism, which comes from a positive place and an understanding, empathetic place, but you cannot bully someone and push them into a corner (laughs) so much so that they are like doomed if they do and doomed if they don't. If they don't reply on time because they're actually trying to figure out what was going wrong and give everybody answers, then they're escaping everyone's, like, you know, they're, they're ignoring everyone. They're being negligent and irresponsible and inconsiderate and whatever. But if they do respond early and it doesn't satisfy the general consensus's, like, own opinions of what happened, if, if it doesn't meet everyone else's expectations and they don't think it's a good enough response or explanation, then they're doomed as well because you're lying, you're making this up. So it's like you can't actually get out of this situation alive because people are now jumping to their own conclusions. The entire internet went up in flames and every single person who had access to a camera was filming videos trying out and that's what I was thinking was so gross as well all of these influences like yeah guys we get it the lipsticks are not good to use so don't use them I think it was important for a few people key big influences to you know talk about the lipsticks because then it lets people know that may have bought them that hey guys just hold off using them for a little while because there seems to be something wrong with the formula but it turned into something completely different it was like hey I know I can get views from this because everyone is looking for juicy gossip and everyone wants to jump on the bandwagon of uh oh, Jacqueline's lipsticks, she did this, she did that. It was an easy thing to ride because you knew it would get you views. You knew people would be on your side because everyone wasn't on her side. So you knew that you wouldn't get um, hate for it. And yeah, like no one was adding anything. No one was adding anything. You weren't, you weren't contributing to the story. 95% of these people weren't contributing to the story, but what they were contributing to was a narrative that we've already heard before, was a situation that has been absolutely picked apart with a fine tooth comb. We get it. We know what's wrong. Let's just like pause a second. Let's just have to take a second to think about how this is actually affecting the person who seems to have been completely detached from a situation like as a human being oh she's Jacqueline Hill but she's not an actual human being that could be going through it right now trying to figure out what the hell went wrong with something that she was really really proud of and excited to launch because again taking it back to square one who in their right mind would launch something that they knew had something wrong with it no one no one no one unless you're trying to poison people or you actually want to end your career no sane person would do that do I think she maybe took shortcuts I don't know I have no idea I'm not a part of her team I don't know but obviously something went wrong and that was her responsibility to sort out it was her responsibility to prevent she obviously didn't do it the right job and she could not prevent it from happening and it ended up being what it was but then I just saw all of these people like jumping on the bandwagon, like influencers, like you know what it's like when people tear you to shreds, you know how much that hurts. And here you are just jumping on a bandwagon because yeah, it's different if you're contributing something to the conversation, but most of them weren't. And I just feel like that's really dirty because it wasn't constructive. And of all people, other influencers should know how much it hurts when people hate on you 
even though you haven't had a chance to even explain yourself. So do I think she did it on purpose? Absolutely without a shadow of a doubt from the core of my being. No, as she said in her video, why would she release something that would absolutely destroy her name and everyone's trust? You'd be absolutely like, yeah, you, you just would not do it, which means that it was an accident. So you need to give her time to figure out what went wrong. And I don't know how, yeah, whether or not you think that she handled that the right way. Again, I just encourage you to think you've got the whole entire internet everyone on the internet tearing you to shreds. That's a pretty big amount of pressure to have on your shoulders while you figure something out. And I just don't know how I would have responded in that situation. I probably would have been in a ball, bawling my eyes out for days on end, not being able to look at my phone, to eat, to talk to people, to sleep. I would have been an absolute broken mess. And for someone who's already had mental health issues like Jacqueline has, that really freaked me out a bit. I was thinking about that. I was like, well, she obviously hasn't done this on purpose. Maybe she dropped a ball somewhere. Again, not on purpose. But like, that's a person who people are just tearing to shreds. Anyway, that whole Jacqueline thing is the perfect example. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. I didn't want to get too, too far into it. I probably did get too far into it. But what that really brought to my attention, and especially now going forward, is the fact that one person, like she she hopped on YouTube, <clears throat> she explained herself, she sorted it out. Yeah, she would have lost a huge amount of money, which is fair because she released something that wasn't up to scratch and people deserve their money back. So I don't have... I don't, I don't pity her. I don't feel sorry for her in that respect. It sucks. It'd be a real tough blow. But hey, that's what happens, I guess. And yeah, it is what it is. So she hopped on, explained what happened, gave actual like proof of explanation when there's documents and stuff, explained what happened, apologized profusely. And you think if someone provides a reasonable uh, explanation and apologizes that you would accept the apology, you would forgive them, and you would move on. Like, you've made a mistake before in your life. Have you, can you honestly say that you've, in your however many years you've been alive, that you've never made a mistake, that you've never, never handled something poorly, you've never hurt someone close to you by accident or on purpose, you've never done anything to hurt anyone else, or you've never, yeah, just made a, made a mistake. And when you've done that, have you wanted forgiveness? Have you asked for forgiveness? And do you think that you deserve forgiveness? Because... Who knows why you did what you did, but you've realized and acknowledged that it was wrong and you've asked for forgiveness and then you would obviously want forgiveness. Well, that's kind of what you would assume would happen in this situation. Yes, it's on a much larger scale, but like what else can you actually do? So yeah, you'd expect that people would close that chapter and say, okay, thanks for your explanation. Thanks for acknowledging that you could have handled it better, but... I do understand that it would have been a really high pressure situation that would have made you really, really stressed and triggered your mental health issues and your depression and your anxiety. And when you're already in that state, like, you know, 
perhaps you don't handle things properly and I appreciate that you gave me a refund and I appreciate that you apologized to me and I'm happy to move on and I wish you all the best. Whether or not you ever want to support her again, that's a whole different thing. A lot of people have not liked her for a long period of time and that's fine. There are people that hate me. That's fine too. Like I, I understand that not everyone is going to like me and I'm sure she knows that not everyone is going to like her and that's fine. You don't have to like someone but the difference is that even after these apologies and whatever and her attempt to try and make it right and be honest, she was still continuously bullied. And up until right this very moment, she is continuously bullied. She's just always, always, whether or not it's her face or it's the way she has said something or it's her weight gain or it's her uploads, or it's her makeup, or it's her clothes, or it's her partner, or her friends, or whatever, people are waiting. They are preying on her, waiting for her to screw up, like analyzing everything. And I just don't understand. If you dislike her that much, why don't you unfollow her? Why are you putting yourself in her business like do you not have anything better to do with your time like what is your actual goal I would love to ask these people what is your goal in constantly take trying to, to take her down and to prove that she's a bad person like you think she is what is your goal are you trying to justify it to yourself or well, I doubt it because you obviously believe that to your soul that's why you keep on bullying her are you trying to bully her into submission well, what do you actually get out of that? Because if you want her gone, you, you could have her gone. <laughs> you just don't watch her videos. You're choosing to insert yourself in her world. I don't get it. And then obviously, if she's still filming videos and people are still supporting her, then it means that they obviously enjoy her content regardless of what's happened because they've taken what she said on board and they've believed her and trusted her. So are you trying to show those people that she's not worthy of trusting? Well, why? What do you have to gain from that? What do you have to gain from spending your precious energy and seconds of your life proving to other people that someone is bad? Just because you have come to that conclusion based off evidence in your mind, based off realistically gossip, hearsay, rumors, opinions, that you've taken this fact and formed an opinion that you think warrants bullying someone. And then even when you get that new information that proves that your initial judgments were incorrect or based off false evidence, you still don't listen. You still don't take that on board. How can you form an opinion about something only based off one side of the story? You wouldn't, imagine if that happened to you. Imagine if you said something or did something and everyone heard one side of the story and not your side of the story and formed an opinion about it and hated you because of it. And then you're trying to say to them, but you haven't asked me. You haven't heard my side of the story. How is this fair? And imagine you said that to them and then all of them ignore you and say, no, but you're, but you're a bad person. I don't care what you have to say. You're a bad person. But then what if you had proof that they were wrong and you even told them that and they're like, no, nah, sorry, 
I still think you're a bad person. Like, how is that fair? It's not. It's irrational. It's 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 a terrible way to live your life. <laughs> Let's be honest. If I had thoughts about someone, I've had many thoughts about people, even YouTubers or people in my personal life or public life, or whatever, that I've been like, oh, that person just really rubs me the wrong way or I bet this person's that kind of person, which is judgment, which I know isn't great, but we're all human and we all come to decisions or judgments, sorry, we all come to conclusions about people sometimes. And as soon as I have new information about that person, I think to myself, oh, that was really gross of me to judge them early or judge them before I knew knew more information or judge them based on one side of the story because there's always two sides to the story. And so often someone will tell me something and I'd be like, oh yeah, wow, but that's horrible. Like, you know, someone will be hurt by someone and they'll tell me all the reasons why they hurt them. And I'm like, oh, how could they do that to you? And then I'll form form an opinion and then I'll hear from somebody else, the other person that's involved. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. So that completely changes the situation. That person left out a lot of information or told me lies or made me think something was a certain way when it wasn't. And now that I know the full story, it's a completely different situation. Then a rational person would then take that new information on board and form a new educated opinion. But that's not what happens here, especially on the internet. As soon as someone has formed an opinion, they are unwilling to hear anything else. They're unwilling to take any other information on board, to form a new opinion or to consider another perspective or to put themselves in anyone else's shoes because they believe that they are right. And when enough people are on the same team and believe the same thing and feel the same way about something, it is really easy to not feel like you have to form a new opinion because if all these people agree with you, then you guys must be right because you're the majority. Yuck, it's so toxic. Like be informed, be educated, be open-minded, be compassionate, be empathetic. It's such a beautiful way to live. And I think that's how I would like to be treated. So why wouldn't I treat others that way? And it just sickens me when I watch her videos or, I mean, on, on her page, people are generally a lot nicer now because she put out a great video recently that I really enjoyed watching and she raised a lot of great points and she was really honest and upfront about the way she is, who she is, why she is the way she is, why she looks the way she does, why she acted the way she did and was very upfront. And the comments seem to be pretty positive. But as soon as I go onto anyone else's page or I see someone talking, like say Morphe, for example, they promote her palette or whatever, all of the comments are just horrible. Or if there's a video on YouTube that has anything to do with her, all of the comments are like, why did she look that way? Oh, I bet it's like just... (laughs) bringing up things that she's addressed a billion times before and given absolutely perfectly adequate explanations for, but these people are so close-minded and ignorant that they refuse to actually investigate further or research further or consider another side of the story. It's just sickening, sickening. People are horrible just so mean. Like, why do you get so much pleasure out of being mean? And the the thing is, they would never say it to her face. <laughs> they would never say it to her face. Like, damn, if you're going to be a bully, at least don't do it behind a computer screen. At least give the person that you're bullying a chance to actually fight back in front of you. Because 
I bet if they met her, they'd be like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, and that's why she offered, I think, to fly one of the gossip channels to Florida to meet her. Because it's like, if you actually met me, you'd realize I'm not some demon that you think I am. It's just, it's such a gross trait to be a keyboard warrior with complete anonymity. You have no idea what it's like to live in the public eye or to have all these people watching you and waiting for you to fail. And then to have... Someone just yeah, sitting in their comfy little couch with their little phone, hurling insults and joining groups and bullying people and making videos like, what a ew. And I tweeted about this recently because it, it's on my mind because I just see it in passing on social media. And I tweeted about it and saying basically what I'm saying in this podcast episode, but in a few tweets. And someone said to me, and this is a follower of mine. She's not a nasty person. Like, I don't think that she's a bad person. I just think that she's being sucked into this hype. Uh, with all kindness, I respect your opinion, but unless you want to be dragged down with JH, I think that just maybe you shouldn't tweet about her. For the sake of your business, your channel, and simply you, you are completely authentic. Jacqueline Hill is not. And she said that in the nicest way possible, into, for me at least, obviously. And... I appreciate, I really do appreciate the way that she worded that because a lot of people would have been like taking the first chance to be, ah, you're a bitch. <laughs> um, but she handled it very respectfully for me. And someone replied to her, which kind of really, really nicely summarized my thoughts. Speak for yourself. I truly applaud her, as in me, for standing up for her fellow peers and seeing past the toxicity. In this day and age, a grown adult should know that if they have nothing nice to say, to keep it to themselves, there's enough hate in the world. And then the original poster said, I'm confused. How am I spreading hate? I'm just stating the obvious. Everyone who mentions slash shows support towards Jacqueline Hill brings negativity. If you, want, if you want to support Jacqueline, go ahead. I don't support companies who lie slash manipulate slash play the victim to sell their product. And I went onto her page, and I'm going to delete this tweet because I don't want anyone to find her or the thread. I'm going to delete the tweets, but I went onto her page, and the last thing she had retweeted was something about Jaclyn Hill, some gossip thing about how she's done something wrong, and it was one of those typical gossipy things. And I was like, this is what I'm talking about. I don't think you should support a company that lies or manipulates or cheats or does anything bad like that. But I think a lot of these people have this value system or have this preconceived idea about someone that they hold really, really close to their heart. So they truly believe that it's the way it is and that it's the truth. And if anyone tries to tell them differently, they just put up a brick wall and it's like, okay, but, yeah, but, okay, but. There's always a rebuttal. It's like they've always got something to say back. They can't just take information on and stop for a second and think, okay, I don't like this person. I don't think this person is someone that I want to follow. So I'm not going to follow them. I'm not going to engage in anything that has to do with them. I'm going to let the other people in this community come to their own conclusions about this person because it's not my job to do that for them. And I'm just going to go on and live my best life. It's like I just don't get what is gained from retweeting stuff about someone and like, proving that you're right. What do you have to gain by trying to prove that you're right to everyone? If you don't like someone, leave them alone. <laughs> if you don't like someone, if someone didn't like you, would you want them to constantly hassle you? No, you'd be like, piss off, go away. If you hate me so much, why are you like so obsessed with me? Why are you so obsessed with me? Anyway, you know what I'm trying to say, right? Like that's why I was so scared to talk about this because 
that is the world that we live in. It's the internet culture at the moment. It's if you don't have the same opinion as a general population, then you should be scared about being honest and doing what you think is the right thing. I am not telling you to like Jaclyn Hill. I'm not saying that Jaclyn Hill is a good or bad person. I'm just encouraging you to think of it from another perspective, okay? To put yourself in someone else's shoes. And I know your first thought is to think, oh, I would never do that. I would never do this. I would never do that. And hey, maybe you wouldn't do every single thing that she did, but maybe you'd make a different mistake that she didn't make. And maybe that would have even more like dire consequences. You just don't know until you're in that person's situation and you don't have to like them. You just have to leave them alone and you shouldn't want to be spending your time breeding negativity and spreading hatred and toxicity that isn't healthy for anyone. If I don't like someone, I unfollow them. It's that simple. Why would I want to be catching up with what they're doing and sharing? It's like if I don't yet yeah, don't, don't like someone, the last thing I want to do is be like, oh my God, guys, this person did this. Ew, gross. I hate them. Like how gross. Uh, how horrible. Me, 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 me. Instead, I unfollow them and think to myself, ugh, that person's so annoying. And then just move on with my life and put my energy towards bringing myself happiness, being successful, showing my friends that I love them, showing my boyfriend that I love them, doing things that make me happy. Like, wow, is the is the choice really that hard to see? Like, is the choice really that hard to make? Is choosing negativity really that much better than choosing positivity? Is being hateful really that much more appealing than being loving and compassionate and empathetic and considerate of someone else's well-being like she is a shell (laughs) the story she told like i yeah damn good for her coming back up on youtube i would have thrown in the towel to be honest i don't think i have the mental strength to be able to i mean maybe i do again i haven't been in that situation i should give myself more credit but i don't know how i would do in that situation situation (laughs) situation (sighs) anyway i'm on fire. It is so hot in my little podcast booth right now and I just fake tan so I'm probably dripping in sweat and ruining my fake tan but hey the things we do and I just ask that you guys next time you see something you don't like I mean look I think anyone that's listening to this is generally a loving person because I have great followers. I haven't there was a time when I had a lot of people that really loved to see me suffer. Uh, That was fun. That was really fun. Uh, That really wore me down to nothing. And that's why I disappeared off YouTube for like eight months. Um, So I can't imagine. And that was like mild compared to what she's gone through. So I think now all of my followers, all the people that listen to this are people that are interested in mental health and positivity and love and they're just good people. So I'm sure like this is probably falling on deaf ears because you guys are already self-aware enough and smart enough to know that bullying is not okay, regardless of what you think about that person, and that spreading love and positivity and light is so much more effective than spreading darkness and hate and toxicity and negativity. So, hey, maybe I've been wasting my breath, but I think it is just really important that maybe there's one person that's listening to this, which sounds so cliche, but one person that's listening to this that may have not thought about it this way and might be a little bit kinder and 
that's what I'm making an effort to do. And I really, really liked that Jacqueline said this in her video. Like, if you see someone that you think is pretty or you like their outfit or they've created something really cool on Instagram or they've said something nice or they've done something nice, like, let them know. I've made an effort even recently in dealing with businesses. Like, I had a lost parcel and the company offered to replace the parcel even though it wasn't their fault. It was the postage place. And I said to them, like, I really appreciate that you did that for me because I know it's not your responsibility and that you didn't have to do that. And I bought some seeds, <laughs> some vegetable and flower seeds online. And I messaged the company, they're a Perth-based company. I messaged them on Instagram and I said, hey, I just wanted to let you know that like your website's awesome. It really, really helped me to navigate the thing that I was trying to navigate and really helpful and just said all these nice things to them because I'm sure a lot of people think that, but whether or not they actually go out of their way to say it. And for a lot of the time, I didn't. And I think having my own business now, I know that people that are in customer service or businesses, like the people that have bad experiences shout the loudest and the ones that have good experiences don't say anything because they're happy. So why would would they like go out of their way to be like, oh, hey, I had a great experience unless they had a bad one where they're like, ah, I hate you. You're the worst. You suck. And then you're like, ah, everyone hates me. So basically... I have been making an effort to do what Jacqueline suggested. And I mean, I do that anyway, but even more so made an effort to just, yeah, acknowledge people's goodnesses. That's not a word. <laughs> what? Acknowledge the good, acknowledge the good in people and let them know that I have seen it and that I appreciate it because that's what the world needs more of. Wow. I am parched, parched. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to rate and review it and subscribe if you haven't already. It gets, it, sorry, it helps me to get this podcast out there and especially for like episodes like this where I feel like a lot of people probably need to hear it or it wouldn't hurt them to hear it at least. Uh, yeah, being able to reach a larger audience really, really, really helps. So thank you so much if you do so. And if not, thank you just for listening because I really do appreciate you taking the time to hear someone else's opinion on something that they are passionate about. So yes, I love you guys. If you have any suggestions about podcast guests or anything like that, please hit me up on Mental Makeover Podcast on Instagram. We post lots of cute little quotes and memes and stuff. I've made a conscious effort to have that page managed have that page managed by someone um, who can make sure that it's there's always cute, inspirational stuff on there. So I know what it's like to be on Instagram and scrolling and seeing all these beautiful people, which is great. But sometimes it's just nice to like get yourself out of your little comparison trap bubble and to see a positive quote that makes you feel nice and fuzzy and warm and gets you out of that like black hole spiral um, and gets you back on track. So anyway, I'm on a tangent. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are the best. I hope you have a great day and I'll speak to you all next week. Bye everyone.